Are you ready to listen to a podcast? The worst of the High FM Morning Show podcast. Now you can start listening. Have you heard what Bruce Willis has said? <gasps> no, what's Bruce Willis said? It's changed he... a lot of things. People are angry. What's he doing? How can Bruce Willis... Bruce Willis is lovely. He can't say anything that's going to make people angry. In fact, I don't think that he has ever said anything that has made people angry. Until now. He's one of those wholesome people. Until now, he's not said anything. He has said... Yeah? Die Hard yeah. is not a Christmas movie. And I'm here for that, because it isn't a Christmas no. movie to me. But I know a lot of people like you... Die Hard is a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie, it's, it's an action classic. movie. It's, it may be an action movie, but it's a classic Christmas movie. No, it's an action movie. It happens to be set at Christmas. No. Are you calling Bruce Willis wrong? I'm calling Bruce out and you out on this. And you'd do that to his face, would you? I w- yes, I would. If Bruce was here now, I'd go, Oi, Bruce... Christmas movie, Die Hard. Shut up, I'm taking your mic down. Doesn't count if you're this side of the door. Now you're the wrong guy in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah, happy Christmas. <laughs> Story of my life. This is High FM, this is Robin Banks and George Ryland. Hello. I've got an amazing fact here. Uh, did you know, George, that the average woman overpacks her suitcase by about double when she's going away? At least. A study of 2,000 women, so this is pretty big, showed they need an average of 34 clothing items for a week-long trip, but will pack 60 just in case. My friend once went on holiday. I yeah. dropped her off at the airport. I got up in the middle of the night to right. do it. She then had to get her dad to go and pick up some of the stuff because <laughs> right. it was too heavy to go on the holiday. George Ryland. Weekday mornings on High FM. Let's go! This is High FM, Robin Banks and George Ryland. Good morning. Good morning to you. It's Robin, I'm George. Yeah. When I drove into the mall this morning, okay. it came up the little rampy bit. Yeah, you come the same way I do. Yeah, and then yeah. when you go left round the corner... Which you're not supposed to go left, Sean. Not that corner, you oh, carry right. on and then to left. Oh, right, yes, yes, yes. We don't take a shortcut the way we're not supposed to go. Of course we don't. That early in the morning. Okay. So there was a bird sitting there. Was there? And you probably had this okay. when you come around the corner. Yeah. And it's not particularly quick because you're in a mall. We've right, got to yeah, get yeah. much speed up there. Yeah. And the bird's still sitting there. Oh, And you yeah. think, are you going yeah. to try and fly away even? I have done that, yeah. Well, I just wondered, What'd has it ever been the case when anyone has run over the bird? Like, just does the bird not move? What a great bit. What a great bit. Because probably most of us have run over a small animal at some point. I think here's a possum in New Zealand. And it's accidental. And it's horrible. Right? You don't do but it. I just wonder, has it ever happened with a bird? And I'm not talking about a bird hitting your car. Yeah. Talk about just not moving in because time. Because you're thinking the bird's going to fly away. Yeah, and then right. it doesn't, and it doesn't, and it doesn't, and it doesn't, 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 doesn't. Poof, it's gone. And, yeah. <laughs> Is it ever not gone? So have you, and we're not saying it's on purpose, but have you run over a bird? That's just waited there that you've thought is going to fly away. Because if the bird doesn't fly away, what are you supposed to do? What to do? What to do? The worst of High FM's morning show. Because no one wants to be here on the weekend. Have you heard about the meeting that President Trump has just had to kick off his trip to Europe? No, I haven't. I haven't heard a thing about it. It was a breakfast meeting right. and he declared in it that Germany is captive to Russia. Okay. So that is what it is. Three of his senior officials <laughs> yeah. seem really quite uncomfortable. They were looking away from the table, pursing their lips. And uh, the White House have had to address this about John Kelly. Why was he looking like that at the breakfast meeting? Okay, yeah. Do you know what they said? What did they say? This is amazing. <laughs> this is the gift that keeps on giving. Kelly was displeased because he was expecting 
full breakfast and there were only pastries and cheese. <laughs> He's one of us. It ruined his week. Good morning, both of you. Good morning to just you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? I'm Jazeeb. Jazeeb is on the phone. Right, Jazeeb, uh, just to recap on the story, George this morning, small bird, car, standoff. Is there anyone who has ever thought that the bird was going to fly away, but it didn't? So, Jazeeb, you've called because... I did run over a bird because <gasps> it was a standoff and the bird didn't budge. There's a standoff, you see? This is what we were saying. So I need more information, yeah. like, was the bird just sitting on the road? Did it look yeah. you in the you eyes? I, it was like I'm, I'm on the Sudankabus Highway and I was taking the sheep exit. Right. And this bird firstly came out of nowhere and then it just stood in the middle of the road. And you think, right, you think, well, the bird's seen me. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, bird's going to fly away. Yeah. But on this instance, it didn't happen. Nope. And then just killed that bird. There was feathers everywhere. All right. (laughs) Oh, unlucky. Everyone's unlucky in that. All right, so it It does does happen. happen. It does happen. All right, Jazeeb, thank you so much for calling up and uh, saying that. That's a nice one. Nice talking to you guys. Lovely speaking to you, sir. Oh, get up, get up. Don't hit snooze anymore. Robin Banks. Let the probing begin. George Ryland. Yeah, I've been having an issue with him too. Woo! (laughs) Get up. Hi, Robin Banks. Yeah, it's me. George Island. That's her. All right. All right. Last week, amazing yeah. news from Thailand. They got good. all the 12 boys and their coach out that had been stuck in that cave for 17 days. I saw some pictures of it and they were sedated. Yeah. And brought out underwater on a stretcher. And they're still in the hospital, I think, getting yeah. checked out, making sure they're okay. It was amazing. They were starving when they first got in there as well. So there's there's a lot of things. Yeah. But they are all out alive, which is brilliant. Which is brilliant news. What strikes me as a possible mistake, though... Okay, great. ...is that they're now set to turn the cave complex into a museum. <sighs> no. Haven't we just learned? <laughs> Haven't we learned nothing? That. That would be quite cool, though, wouldn't it? Well, it we depends do how that. it goes, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. George, I can't come in today. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you, George? You're not calling me from the toilet again, are you? <laughs> Sounds like it. I do not do that. Other not-so-cool stations would give you a best-of show right now. Yeah, not us. This is the worst of the High FM morning show. Wake, wake me up. Is High FM, are you having a little word with yourself recently? Are you going, what is going on inside my brain? Why am I stupider? Why is everything so slow in there? Why am I feeling really dumb? I've got these thoughts in my head, but they're just not coming out right. In fact, they're changing by the time it gets to my mouth and I'm just embarrassing myself. There's a reason for this. And this is out of Harvard University. So these guys know. Well, you'd hope so. When it's really hot outside, it makes people dumber. Quite a bit dumber, 13%. The researchers found that when there's a heat wave, or when you live here in Oman, students get lower scores on tests than they do when the weather's a lot cooler. So I can understand that if you have a couple of really hot days because you're not used to it but what this now means is that we're all really quite a lot stupider for quite a long time every year what, what, what they want from me what they want from me the worst of high fm's morning show Woo! only on high fm 
you live where you live and you've been keeping your head down. You don't really want to talk to your neighbours. No, it's nice to know the names of a couple, but, but that's then it. let's, yeah. yeah. This asked people the key things to do to be an active part of their community. Oof. And here are the results. Um, coach a kid's sports team. Oh, right. So we're not even talking about just your few houses on your street. We're talking about the town. Apparently not. Volunteer at a school or with clubs. Sorry, what? Get involved in local projects or charities. Who are these people? Regularly help people out. Yeah, I mean, you know, if someone needs a door holding open, okay. Volunteer or donate to charity. Yeah, some online giving or something, no personal interaction. Don't cause trouble. Just stay in your house and watch your telly. Support local businesses. By ordering the food. To bring round <laughs> and be friendly with your neighbours. Hello, man. Being part of the community sounds like a ton of work, doesn't it? Are you looking for a house as far away from anyone else as you can possibly get? Can't I just be the person that steals the kids' next door football when they come over to get it into <laughs> my garden? <laughs> there has to be one of those. Someone's got to be that guy. Oh, this is oh. Make My Day. Robin Banks and George Ryland. Oh, yeah. A blessed Tuesday. The worst of the High FM morning show. So I have to bring it to the table that for the entirety of the radio show, I've noticed something about you and you've not said anything. No. You have got a massive limp. Yeah. You are limping away as if something major has happened. This is not a limp that you would think, oh, I did a bit of a workout. It was leg day. This is not exercise it's related. Not, is it not? No, but it's my right leg. It's always the right leg, isn't it? I don't know. But It's the one that was in a cast, remember? Oh, right. How could I forget that? Yeah, but it's not ankle related either. <laughs> George was in a cast mm. for a couple of months and you're in a wheelchair a little bit and I had to wheel George to the bathroom <laughs> on several occasions. Oh, good times. Wait outside I was. I'm just waiting. Yeah, here she comes. <laughs> <laughs> Come on then, let's go back. So, um, It's another rubbish story about how I've injured myself. Listen, it's not rubbish. I... It's great. It's a great story. <laughs> for you at the time, it may be rubbish, but for us listening to this now, this is great. I accidentally yeah. walked into a rolled up rug. Right. Big rug. Where was the rolled In up rug? In my house. So it's at the side of the room. Okay. And I walked into it and it hurt. Yeah, well, It really hurt. I think I might have broken my little toe because then it's gone red and purple and it's got a line on the inside. A line? And it hurts to walk. (laughs) Well, yeah, I think you probably need to go down to Saga and get that checked out. There's nothing you can do, though, is there, for a little broken toe? No. You wouldn't want to strap it up because that'll just make it even worse. Yeah, so I'm just going to (laughs) limp. If you see um, a lady blonde hair, funny old laugh. She happens to be laughing to herself, limping. It can only be one person, can't it? Only one person. (laughs) Just go up and go, how's a toe? Yeah. How's a toe? Walked into a rug, standing (laughs) injury. It's the very worst of High FM's morning show. This is what you missed! 
This is High FM. Banks over here. All right, I'm waving at you. Ryan's over there. All right. She just lifted her hand. She didn't actually move it in a waving fashion. If you think Liam Neeson is too old to be an action star, have you heard of this guy? Maybe you haven't. Harrison Ford? (laughs) 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 Disney announced yesterday that Indiana Jones 5 is being pushed back to July 2021. So I thought there were like 55 Indiana Joneses. Which is four days before Harrison Ford's 79th birthday. Shut up. He's 75 now and filming hasn't even begun. Indy will have a new love interest in this film. Stop it. My grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Robin Banks and George Ryland. Good morning, everybody. Ty FM, this is Robin Banks. George Ryland. Morning. Are you afraid of getting injections? No, I don't mind that, but I'm not keen on needles. So the thing with me is I have to look the other way. Right, okay. And then I'm kind of okay. I am okay, but I do freak myself out beforehand. My fear is, um, what's the thing they put in your hand? An IV. (gasps) Oh, I hate that. Yeah. So there are people listening who are now, even just us talking about needles. Stomach's gone. Are freaking out. If you are one of these people, I've got some good news and I've got some bad news for you. The good news is there's a startup in Silicon Valley that's about to start testing a solution for everybody who hates getting injections at the doctor. Is this the pill? This is the pill. So you'd rather take a pill than have an injection? I didn't say I'd rather have it. I'm just giving the news because we are public service broadcasters. No, but if you wind yourself up before you have an injection oh, and you yeah. had the choice, what yeah. would you go with? Well, this is a startup, so I don't know if I'd go with this. <laughs> I'd have to wait a little bit just to see. Has anyone died yet? The bad news is this. Their solution involves you swallowing the needle instead. No, it's a no from me. That's right. Swallowing the needle. They've created a, a little capsule, a little pill with a tiny needle inside it that you swallow and it travels through your system and then it finally cracks open in your gut, in your intestines and jabs you with a dose of the medicine. This sounds like it's made by one of those Silicon Valley nerds (laughs) who's never actually met another normal human. Or maybe Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. (laughs) (laughs) No real doctor. After you get the shot, the needle breaks down in your body and then it flushes out. Then I guess your doctor gives you a lollipop. Still a no from me. I'm not sure. The lollipop distribution process wasn't made very clear in the info that I was reading on their website last night. Did it have side effects made with death? <laughs> <laughs> really small. White font on the background. <laughs> I highlighted it accidentally. Hello. Hello. Who's that? This is Sean. Alright, what you got, Sean? Well, basically on Thursday I was heading back um, from Oman to Dubai. <gasps> Okay. Um, I had about I had about 100, 130 kilometers of petrol left in my tank. Oh, Sean, were you going the new road? Yes, this new uh, expressway oh. right out of the back of Oman. Dude, yeah. I did that over the weekend. I haven't yeah. done it. And uh, so my client said to me, "Oh, that's the quickest way. Go the, the expressway when yeah. you get to Soha. Go in and then head towards Hatta border." Bang! Exactly the same as me over the weekend. And I thought, okay, cool. 130 kilometers. Definitely going to be a petrol station after 100. Oh, oh, this doesn't end um, well, does it? Oh, dear me. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> oh, no. Definitely didn't end well. So 
going over each mountain, going every 10 kilometers and hoping that there's something on the other side of the mountain oh, other than sand and mountain. Soon there'll be a sign. Uh, yeah. Soon there'll be a petrol station. <laughs> and you've got the orange light is there and you're going, oh, there yeah, has to be. It's saying, it's saying fuel on zero and there is absolutely nothing around me. And I'm thinking, do I really need this on a Thursday afternoon? Oh, no, you don't. Uh, on my way back. Anyway, so you're running uh, on fumes oh, at this point. God, yeah, he is. Exactly. And I'm praying every little, every push of the accelerator, I'm praying, God, please, God, please. Please. <laughs> um, anyway, so eventually worse came to us and um, I, I ran out of petrol oh, in the middle of the road. Oh, how's your luck? Oh. What did you do? Yeah. So I only had one choice. The car was off, no petrol. So it was about 44 degrees outside. There's nothing on that road. There's no other cars. Yeah. I mean, there's four lanes and yeah. it's just a glory to drive on because there's nothing. Exactly. Only if you got petrol. Yeah. When I say there's nothing, like Sean is now telling you, there's not even any petrol stations or anywhere to stop. So, you know, make sure yeah. you fill up. Anyway, Sean, sorry. Exactly. So what was worse was the fact that, um, unfortunately, my data wasn't working in Oman. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. What so did you do? Literally the worst of the worst. So obviously had zero option but to get out of my car and start hitchhiking. Oh, no. So you're yeah. sweating. And no. Trying to get someone Dying. to pull over and help. Hitchhiking. You don't know what yeah. kind of nutter is going to stop for you there. No, exactly. that. There was no choice, either that or walk. And uh, as I said, there was nothing for miles. Oh, so, God. Um, I had no idea where I was or where I was going. But so anyway, hitchhiking. Mr. Yaya. Who? Mr. Yaya, his name. Yeah, he's a student at the Sultan Qaboos University. Okay. okay. Um, so he was heading, I don't know, somewhere on the outskirts of Oman to go and visit his family for the weekend. Right. And this man stops and pulls over and not laughs only pulls at you. Over, he off. laughs, right? He goes, yeah, how's your life? You should have known. He got out of the car and he was the most gentle, kind man I've ever come across. He got out of his car and he looked at me and says, sir, is everything okay? What's wrong? No, there I am. <laughs> Drive on. Yeah, I was like, my friend, if I, you don't even want to know what's happened. He said, what is the issue? I said, my friend, there's no petrol. He said, get in my car, let's go. All right, okay. So I was like, what do you mean, let's go? He said, come, I'm going to take you and get some fuel and we'll sort it out. Oh. I was just like, okay, this man is an absolute legend. Because you do have so, to go back and get the car at some point, don't you? <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. What happened? Exactly. So I'm thinking like, okay, I, I've got through step one of like five here. I'm getting to the petrol station. Now, how am I getting back? And, you know, this man, he takes me and he starts talking about life and Oman and family and whatever. Yeah. And eventually about 40, 50 kilometers later, we get to the petrol station. So you never would have made it. Never, never, never. And it was on like the outskirts. I mean, you know, you had to go inland to get to this petrol station. Oh, so dude. you knew where you were. So Mr. Yaya drops you off at the petrol station, right? So how did you get back? Yeah. Mr. Yaya says, no, come, you're coming with me. I'm taking you back another 50 kilometers. No, oh, shut up. Really? Yeah, exactly. And then wow. it doesn't stop there. That's when I thought this guy has done way more than I could have asked him to oh, do. Oh, yeah, of course. So not only then do we get back to my car, he gets out of his car and he starts putting the petrol in my oh. car for me. I said, <laughs> oh, no. I was like, listen. You feel so I was bad. I like, wait, let me do this. Yeah. yeah. Says, no, my friend, this is, this is your country. I'm here to help you. So I was like, what is going on here? No. All right. I feel like you're having some chocolates. So I want to cry now. Oh, my Lord. But then again, like, I thought, okay, at least now it's over. He says, no, come, follow me. I'm going to guide you back to the petrol oh. station so you can fill your car up. 
Oh wow! So he guided you back to so the I, petrol station. Is this guy real? This guy is true. Is nutter. I swear nutter. this is not a word of a lie. It was. It didn't stop there. Then he says, "Sean, come. I'm going to guide you to Soho so that you can find oh, your way home and get out of this Dude, Sean, you're making this up. I, I swear to God, not a wow. word of a lie. Talk about going from then, bad luck to good. Exactly. And I mean. And four hours later, he still messaged me on WhatsApp saying, hello, my brother, is oh, everything okay? Have God, you reached Dubai safely? As Mr. Yaya, yeah? Mr. Yaya, yeah. From Sultan Caboose uh, University. That's right, yes. Dude. I do have his details if you ever did want to speak to him. But Bro, well, a lift. Uh, we could get a lift, uh, couldn't we? Yeah, I feel like Go anywhere. numbers yeah, have your phone, isn't it? Sean, thank you yeah. so much. And listen, you listening, be careful on that new expressway because there is literally, it's like Definitely. a couple of hundred kilometres of no petrol stations. Make sure you fill exactly. up. Exactly. I should probably never go anywhere near it. Never, yeah. George, <laughs> George, you never go anywhere near it. No. <laughs> All right, Sean, thanks for calling, dude. All right, guys. Cheers. See you later. Nice, man. Bye. Robin Banks and George Ryland. This is High FM. High FM Banks here runs over there. Morning. Um, your first incident that you had where you, you did yourself a mischief, you have an injury. Saturday. You walked into a rolled up carpet in your house. Yes. And we thought you broke your little toe. That is, to be fair, it's like a heavy item. You can definitely hurt yourself yeah, in that. Yeah, yeah. If anything's rolled up, yeah. it's going to be hard and heavy, depending on how big it is. Especially if you do it twice, two days running. Uh, no, you didn't do it again. Yeah, did, did you? Yep. The same rolled up carpet? Yep. <laughs> Same toe. No, that's not funny. Same toe. Same toe. Oh, you idiot. Black and purple now, and I can't really wear shoes. You are limping a lot worse than you were yesterday. Yeah. How do you do that the second time? How does anybody do that the second Oddly time? Oddly enough, that is exactly what occurred to me <laughs> when it happens. <laughs> Why, though? Why, though? One, two, one, two. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey. Waste your life now. In the morning. Go ahead. In the morning. Just waste your life now. Waking every morning. You are now looking at the best the elite. The worst of the High FM morning show podcast. When you wake up. I have it just here, George. I have it just here. This being the key to everlasting happiness. This is the key to having a much better life. And it's really, really simple. According to this, the key to having a much better life is as simple as just playing music when you're at home. What? That's it. Check out these stats. I've got some stats for you. And stats don't lie. This is about people who listen to music at home. They average three hours and 30 minutes more family time a week. What kind of music are they listening to? It's high FM, of course. Of course, it keeps the whole family happy. They feel 87% happier than they did before they would play music at home. It's just I kind of feel like a massive (laughs) unexpected cash injection would do more. 83% say chores are easier. That's true. I always put music on when I'm cleaning. 50% say they like cooking more. Yes. They spend 20% more time cooking with their significant other if there's music on. It's not quite the same, but when I'm cooking, I often have Chris Burke's office <laughs> around that time. <laughs> and then I'll be messaging him go, about what see. he said. <laughs> and what you're cooking. Guess what I'm cooking. Guess what I just put on. Maybe sitting quietly at home in complete silence just isn't anybody's idea of fun anymore. But then how would you complete Netflix? It just ain't going to watch itself, is it? <laughs> In the morning, you gotta get on up. Other stations would want to give you their best bits. Well, we don't have any. Friday at 1pm and Saturday at 7pm is the worst of the High FM Morning Show. Get on up.
This is High FM. This is Robin Banks and George Ryland. Morning. Who's having a little scratch of her eye. Is it still twitchy? No, it's fine, actually. Good. I think this is a mascara-related incident. What would you like to do first? I want this apology. Well, I need to wait because the apology isn't to you. It's directed at somebody else. Oh, that's fine, then. Okay, yeah. so that is on the way. What of mine have you broken? Is my car okay? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that's someone else's yeah. problem. We can put that off. So, oh, it's going to be the bathroom incident, isn't it, then? Oh, okay. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. All right, so yesterday I was uh, here in the mall. Yes. And you know our bathrooms, the public bathrooms that we have to use because we have no bathroom here at the radio station. Yes. So we they have to, are the, yeah, other, the side other side of the mall. <laughs> we have to hike the other side of the mall. Usually, and I hope a lot of people can relate to this, you have a routine when yes. you go to the bathroom. Now, I have my urinal that I use, and there's five urinals in there, and I have the one on the left. So I go into the bathroom and um, I don't look anybody in the eye when I go to the bathroom. My head's always down. Yeah. And I go to the urinal. Now, little did I know, George, that they were cleaning the urinals and uh, there was no one at the my urinal. Right. But they did put something very obvious um, across it. There's clear tape right across to stop me. Joe, what is this, April Fool's? Going to the urinal. Clear there's, tape. There's like cellar tape across there and I'm of course not looking at the urinal I know where I'm going it's my routine oh god and I've got my zip my, I'm down there like this I'm about three paces away from it and then bang I hit the clear tape the whole clear tape goes some of it gets stuck on my t-shirt <gasps> I know right? right so you're covered I don't want to yeah in the tape yeah from yeah. all five years. Oh. Yeah. My flies are down Ooh. as well at the time. I now start panicking, right? I'm flapping around. I don't know what to do. What do you do? There's a lot of information to take on in the morning. Thank you. No. I, I just the, needed no. to... That was that. No. Okay. This is a problem shared. It's a problem hard thing. Should we move on? But for good. <laughs> this is the worst of High FM's morning show. Other stations would want to give you their best bits. We, we just haven't got any. It really is awful. Oh no, George. Good morning, George. Hello. How are you? Good morning, George. Good morning, See just this? to me. How's it going? You alright? All good. Well, it's not all good, is it? Really? What? Just. Well, I have an apology to make to you. I want to say sorry to you. Oh, yeah, this morning. Yeah. Mm. Do you remember what happened this morning? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And, I, you know, I think I was a bit out of order with that. What did you do? Well, because I came in, right, and we met in the hall. Yeah. It was in the hall. Yes. And the front door opened, and our eyes met. Right. And because I said... Good morning, how are you? Oh, just like that. Nice yeah. greeting. Yeah. Really, yeah, it was it's really nice. Oh, I was happy, by the way. It was happy. It was yeah. really, really happy mm. and lovely. And I went, Tired! What do you expect? Yeah. Like that. That's yeah. rude. Yeah. Yeah. That is rude. And then you just went into your studio. So I just want to say sorry for that. What can I do by your sorry? Well, I don't know what you can mm. do. I mean, do you take it? Do you take my sorry? My yeah. apology? No. <gasps> George, what do oh, you have no. to do? <laughs> make him pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. There's got to be something that he can do to make it up to you. Mm. So, what, what would you like? I've got 100 Baser. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. We're doing it now. You are not right. strumming Oh, look at that! 100 Baser apology! It's cause I'm from Halla! Woo! He definitely has got money troubles then. <laughs> Get up, get up. Don't hit snooze anymore. Robin Vex. Let the probing begin. George Ryland. Yeah, I've been having an issue with him too. Woo! <laughs> get up. 
Should we have another pop at Starbucks? Come on then. <laughs> We'd like to <laughs> Let's do, that. do that. This is in the UK. They have become the first ever UK coffee chain to add a charge to takeaway cups. No. They're calling it the Latte Levy. Okay, they're doing this because of the plastic straw thing and getting rid of everything. This is the uh, environment. So this could be a good thing, but this could backfire on them. I wouldn't like to pay that. When you are essentially a takeaway coffee chain, yeah. I suppose at least half the custom, probably oh, you, way more. At least. And you're charging it to take it away. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. Don't you get charged more to have it in as well? So, <laughs> which extra charge would you like, sir? Right, I've got a story here that I think you're going to love. I'm going to tell you this story and I'm going to ask you not to laugh, please. Oh, is this the criminal? Yes. Okay. So, this guy with a prosthetic leg, he broke into an office at an apartment complex earlier this week. Right. It's not clear if he stole anything or not, but the building manager caught him in the office. So he ran off. Well, it was more like a skipping motion. From the security footage, because again, he has a missing leg. Okay. He got into a Toyota SUV with three regular tyres and one spare tyre that was on it, and he drove away. Yes, the guy who was missing a leg escaped in his car that was missing a tyre. And it all worked, George! But he didn't take anything? No. The police are trying to track him down, but right now, they are stumped. (laughs) Need a weekend just for that. Good morning. morning. You're listening to the worst of Robin Banks and George Ryland. Hi FM. It's Hi FM. Good morning. Good morning to you. Robin and George. That's us. Your best friends. Are you talking about my dog? Talking about your dog. Oh, man. Do you think he'd ever lie to you? Would Kramer ever lie? Well, they can't. They, uh, they, they can't. Oh, They've... but you still can. No. I'm not talking about verbal lying. Right. I No, I don't know. Because they don't have the same emotions and brain wiredness as humans do. So they don't know what lying is. Turns out they do a little bit. No, I don't believe this. They can fake cough they can... for attention. Do you know what? Actually, you're saying this. This, my Kramer fake yawns. Yeah. He fake yawns with a little stretch when yeah. something happens. Oh, oh, he does do I'm that. I'm so tired. Yeah, I swear he does. They have found out <laughs> what they do. Actually, it's true. And they're after extra love and attention from yeah. their human. Right. <laughs> <laughs> little cough. Oh, what's wrong? What's wrong with you? Are you okay? Oh, I feel better now. Oh, and why are you nudging your backside into me? Oh, you want a little oh. hug? Actually, yeah. yeah. They're, not, they're not that dumb after all. You know you have to do stuff. Yes. And some stuff you have to pretend that you like doing um, to be polite. And sometimes you actually like doing stuff. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't really like doing stuff. This doesn't involve TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there a television there? The Huffington Post have compiled a list of things you only pretend to like. Okay, so you give me them and I'll tell you whether yep. I like them or not. We'll start with number five. Meeting someone's family. I hate it. No one likes hate that. Hate it, hate it. Yes, but always. your best behaviour. And you act. Yeah. That smiley face. And and you always just think they know that I'm they know, acting. They do. That's exactly what you that do. I know that they know that oh, I know. God, just get oh. me out of here. Awful. You have to pretend you've been looking forward to it as well. I like, oh. heard all about you. I got you this gift. Oh. got you this gift. In at number four, abstract art. When you're standing there and you're looking at it and somebody beside you 
talks about it. Mm. Like they know wow. exactly what's going on. What a waste of canvas. What even is it? That's upside down. After that, family reunions. Wow. There's a reason why I haven't seen you for a while. <laughs> That's <laughs> all I've got to say. Like yes. Let's not feel obliged. God. Number two is working in a group. Sometimes it can depend can be, on the group. Yeah, but. it does. And if it's off-site, yeah, oh, yeah. Do you remember in school when they used to do uh, that? Ah, yeah, I do. Oh. Don't, don't bring me back to my school oh. days. What's number one? Other people's kids. I hate them. <laughs> right, let's get out of this right now. Oh, get up, get up! Don't hit snooze anymore. Robin Bex. I put my heart and soul into this show. George Ryland. You're going to hear some fear. Woo! <laughs> get up. Hi FM. This here is why you've got to be really careful when you give somebody an ultimatum. Did you do this? No, I didn't do this. I read about this story and I just thought, oh, this could happen. Right. And what? for a second I thought, oh, which way would I go with this? You do have to be careful when issuing ultimatums you, because yeah. you've got to follow through with it. You do. You yeah. have to. You've got to be willing to take that on either outcome. There's no guarantee you are going to get the answer that you want, even though you think, oh, yeah, they're, they're, you know, I'm in a really strong position here. Obviously, they are. They're going to go with what I want. That's why I've issued this ultimatum. Could end up in a massive own goal. Like this one did. This married couple in Istanbul were having problems earlier this year after the husband got a dog. I don't understand how that could lead to problems. His wife thought it would be too much extra work to take care of the dog, so she gave him the ultimatum. And you know what the ultimatum is, right? Me or the dog. Me or the dog, she said. It's me or the dog. Oh, no. He went with the dog. I mean, it's... The only choice, really, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> you do got to think about that for a second. Which way am I going to go with this? Follow us on Instagram. Because it would be totally cool if you were. You moaning to you. Hello. This is High FM. Banks here. And George Ryland's over there. Now, this guy's asleep when something exactly what crippling lifelong nightmares are made of happened. I'd rather not know, I think. Some knowledge is a burden. So it's a no from me. So this guy was asleep a few weeks ago and then suddenly a six-foot boa constrictor snake fell through his ceiling and landed on top of him. Actually, that's not where I thought it was going at all. That's quite a specific fear. Yes. Not even I've had that. Well, it would be a fear at night. Something's happening. Something's going on here. (laughs) Of a giant snake (laughs) falling through my ceiling. I assume that he woke up, realised it wasn't a dream because you would, wouldn't you? It might take a few seconds uh, and he called the emergency services it turned out that the snake belonged to the people in the apartment above him and it managed to sneak through the floor then it crashed through his ceiling neither the guy nor the snake was hurt but still right well I think obviously the moral of this story is the snake needs to go on a bit of a diet since I started Weight Watchers I've lost over 40 pounds I've eaten everything I love tacos pasta potato chips fried chicken french fries Chicken salad. Fried butter. Fried uh, chicken. Sweet potato. I am a staggering 530 pounds, and I am 108 inches all the way around. Join for free now and lose 10 pounds on us. I am enormous. Robin Banks and George Ryland. Good morning on High FM.